Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. This is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. Yes. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Today is October 31st. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Woo, spooky. Yeah, a very spooky day today. Also, happy full moon and happy blue moon. This is the second full moon of October. Cool, man. Yeah, and the last time we had a blue moon was in March of 2018. So blue moons happen about once every two and a half years. So next time you hear that expression, once in a blue moon, just know that that means once in about two and a half years. That's not that long, right? Does it, doesn't once in a blue moon, doesn't that sound like it would happen a lot less frequently than once every two and a half years? Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know who coined that expression and what they were thinking and what they might have been on at the time they said it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things that stuck around. Okay. But yeah, blue moons happen about once every two and a half years. So they are fairly rare, but they're not like super duper rare, like once in a lifetime. Okay. Now we're getting it into uh, talking heads. Yeah, I was thinking that territory. too. Territory. Yes. I was thinking that too. All right. So very important before we get going with the podcast. Very, very important. Yes. Uh, last week we mentioned the character Buffalo Bill from oh, Silence of the Lambs, yes. and we were going to get back to you this week about his birthday. And I did my usual thirty seconds of sleuthing <laughs> on the internet. And the best date I came up for his birthday is October 25th. Oh, yeah. I'm a Scorpio then. That would make him a Scorpio. Ah, born okay. born one day after Almy in a oh, different wow. year. But, yeah. Definitely. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes total sense to me. That's, that's yeah. And I pulled that from HannibalFandom.com. Nice. And the story goes with Buffalo Bill, there were some discrepancies with his birth certificate. Oh. So right there alone, I kind of question if that day is entirely accurate or even the year. Yeah. They got his name wrong, apparently. Uh, Buffalo okay. Bill was born James Gum. No, we know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Not everyone. James, yeah, that was <laughs> from Silence of the Lambs. That, that is his real name. Yeah. So for some of you who don't know that, yeah, his, his real name was James Gum, and Gum is spelled G-U-M-B, as yeah. in boy. And apparently on the birth certificate, James was misspelled, so it just came what? out as Jame, J-A-M-E. What? It was missing the S. What? Really? A lot of problems with this guy from the get-go. Yeah. No wonder he had uh, a few issues. Yeah. He did the... Yeah. So there you go. So, yeah, today be sure to put the lotion in the basket. This full moon we have is in the sign of Taurus. The sun is currently in Scorpio. The the moon is in Taurus. So we have a sun-moon opposition. Anytime there's a full moon, that means the sun and the moon are opposing one another. Some famous celebrities who are Scorpios with Taurus moons. Mm. We have comedian Kathy Griffin. We have former figure skater Tanya Harding. Oh. Well, I guess you're always a figure skater. You don't, like, officially. You can always go to an ice rink and well, skate. Well, except they right? literally did, what, make it illegal for her to do figure skating in events, right? That sounds about yeah. right, yeah, after that uh, whole incident. But then she got a, a movie made about her life, so there you uh, go. That works. Yeah. Demi Moore. Oh. The elusive Demi Moore is a Scorpio <laughs> who has a Taurus moon. Oh, okay. Adam Driver. Oh. Adam Driver is a Scorpio 
with a Taurus moon, the actor Adam Driver, who... Oh, Adam, you yeah. sassy thing. You read my mind. I was yeah. going to mention John Oliver is obsessed with Adam Driver. And I... Don't quote me. I believe John Oliver is a Taurus. Oh, okay. So that would explain his, his attraction to Adam Driver, at least emotionally, knowing that Adam Driver understands him because Adam Driver has a Taurus moon. Adam Driver probably wants nothing to do with his little bit on his show. I still think it's a little much, but Yeah, Scorpios tend to, you know, prefer their privacy and, and that kind of thing. So yeah. I would think so. Uh Joe Biden. Uh oh, Joey Buds. Joe Biden, uh, <laughs> one of these uh presidential candidates we have to pick from Wait, really? He's running for president? I believe so. No. I'll have to we'll have to get back to you on that next week as well. Okay, let me know. But we'll follow up on that. But okay. I believe Joe Biden is running for president this year. I, if you think I would have heard something about that, all right. I don't know. He is a Scorpio with a Taurus moon. Okay. Thank you, astrocharts.com. Thank you. For providing us with that information. Now, this particular full moon, this blue moon, if your life happens to be crumbling around you right around now, you're actually right on track. Because this is supposed to be a transformative full moon. Scorpio is all about transformation. Oh. It's about the phoenix rising oh, from the ashes. And Jamie Gums to Buffalo Bill. What? It's about transformation. Oh, yes, of course. I see what you're saying. Yes, transitioning. Is that what you're getting at? Buffalo yeah, Bill. There's like yeah, like the phoenix from the ashes. There's like the transformation Correct. from what you are to what you want to be. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I hear you. Thank you. Yeah, we all have our own ways about going about transforming. Sometimes we do it by ourselves. Sometimes we use other people's skin. Is that what he was doing? <laughs> I'm not as well read on Silence of the Lambs as some people, if you haven't noticed. But anyway, I think that's what you're getting at. He was in the process of transitioning. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't mean literally oh. like transitioning. Um, I just meant how he was like the like mild mannered guy, and then like he transforms into this alter ego that happens to be like a psychopathic killer. Gotcha. So it's not the best example. But he also wanted to be a woman. Well, yeah. That's what well, I was. Okay. No, it's very complicated. Oh. He wanted to wear women's skin, mm. but he actually did not want to be a woman. Gotcha. Hannibal says that. Okay. He's like, I don't believe he was a real. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it, that's right. That rings sorry. a bell now. I'm sorry. Okay. It's so off course. I'm sorry. Well, it is Halloween, so Silence of the Lambs or scary movies in general might come up in conversation. And Mercury is still retrograde. There will be miscommunications. Mars is still retrograde. But what was I getting at? Oh, yes. Transforming. <laughs> oh, yeah, just watch the movie Transformers and, and you'll be done. Yeah, Perfect. there you go. Perfect. Um, but every sign has a motto. And like for Aries, their motto is I am. For Taurus, it's I have. For Gemini, it's I think. Okay, stuff like that. Scorpio's motto is I transform. So again, if things are kind of not going your way right now, it's actually part of this transition. So just watch for that over the next few weeks while we're still in the sign of Scorpio. Try to be open to these transformations, turn and face the strange changes, whatever David Bowie said, that kind of a deal. Look for synchronicities. Look for people potentially coming into your life seemingly out of nowhere who you might be working with in some capacity in the coming years, months, whatever. I don't know. But just look for that kind of stuff. This weekend with the moon in Taurus, Uh, Venus is in Libra. So we have Venus in Libra. The moon is in Taurus. Both Libra and Taurus are ruled by Venus. So there's a lot of Venus energy in the air this weekend. 
I feel like Amy and I had a pretty nice Venusy day yesterday, mm. Friday. You know, we just went and ran some errands, nothing crazy, but it was just something pleasant about it. Mm-hmm. And then we had a nice pleasant lunch yeah. sitting outside, like you have to do these days. Not that there's anything wrong with sitting outside. Yeah, it's it was great. great. Yeah, yeah, we just don't do it a lot. Right. Then we walked around the neighborhood, and you know, it's very low key, but it just. For me, at least, from my perspective, the energy in the air was kind of pleasant. People were actually seemingly interacting with one another kindly. And it's just kind of nice. You know, there's been so much stress in the air and just so much paranoia and so much yuckiness in general this year. It was nice to just kind of observe that, just watching grocery store employees having nice interactions with customers. You know, sometimes it's those little things in life, right? So there is a lot of Venus in the air, at least, because, you know, this coming week we know is going to be hardcore. There's no getting around that. But at least for this weekend, if you can get some of this Venus energy, just hang out with your dog, Mm. read a book, whatever. It doesn't have to be anything amazing. But hopefully you can get some of that action. The planet Uranus, now that's another thing we're looking at here. In addition to the full moon, the planet Uranus is forming a conjunction with the moon and it's opposing the sun. And a lot of astrologers are looking at that as uh, there's going to be a shakeup of some kind. Usually, you know, Uranus type of energy is like earthquake type of energy, just massive energy out of nowhere. You can't really predict it. You don't know when it's going to happen that kind of a thing. So with Uranus doing its stuff along with the moon being full, you know, there could be some shakeups this weekend, definitely this coming week. We could feel this energy for a few days for sure. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. As of right now, it's been fairly quiet, at least in our world for me and Elmi. I don't know what it's been like for you, but if you are getting some news out of nowhere type of stuff, that is um, something that, that might be happening right now too. All right. The election. Let's talk about the election. <laughs> no. A little bit. I'm going to I'm going to try to well, keep it brief. There is an election? There is. Yes. In Are the, you sure? Yeah, What's it for? It's for the president of the United States. Of the United States of America. What? Yeah, it's on Tuesday, November 3rd. So All right, so what's going on that day? All right, well, first of all, Mercury, which has been retrograde, is going to go direct that day, November 3rd. It's going to stop being retrograde, and it's going to start going direct again. So that means that communications will start being good again, or people like me will be able to communicate a little more clearly. But um, the day that it stops going direct, uh, or sorry, the day it stops going retrograde, it's kind of at a standstill. So Mercury is kind of like, yeah, I'm not retrograde anymore, but I'm also not direct. I'm not really on the clock here. Okay, guys, I need a buffer day. Mm. All right. I'm still technically on vacation. Mm. So any communication work you need from me, it's going to have to wait. I'm not just don't interrupt me on Tuesday, November 3rd. I don't care if there's an election going on. So, again, Mercury is the planet of communication. It's about, obviously, counting votes, that kind of stuff, tallying that kind of information, those kinds of results. And Mercury is going to be a little cranky that day Mm -hmm. and or just not really wanting to participate. It's still taking the day off. So, again, there could be delays in terms of the results and that kind of stuff. And, again, with the planet Mars still retrograde, that's not going to help either. The only thing Mars retrograde could potentially help with next week is that some astrologers are saying, like, if you're someone who's concerned that the country is going to burn itself down or something on November 3rd, whether it be riots 
protests, uh, people just doing random violence. They're saying with Mars being retrograde, people might not quite have that same drive that they would normally have. So hopefully, you know, things will stay civilized. It's, it's looking that way. Of course, anything's possible. But at least it's looking like people aren't going to have that fire to just go out there and start ripping things down or whatever it is. Uh, also on Election Day, the moon will be in Gemini that day. Now, Gemini, as I mentioned, its motto is, I think, uh, Gemini loves to communicate, mm. loves to verbalize, loves to talk. So there's going to be, and it's also kind of a wired energy. You know, it's ruled by Mercury. Uh, Mercury rules both Virgo and Gemini. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> we might have trouble sleeping that night for, for more reasons than just what the results are. Just the energy in the air might be very, very wired that evening. So if you're having trouble sleeping, no worries. Take a melatonin or, or whatever. But the other thing with Gemini energy is it tends to fluctuate. So it's like, I'm over here right now and I'm over here. And it's it's all about just exploring every possible idea, every angle of something. And it's just constantly changing. So we'll see. You know, at the very least, on November 3rd, I expect a ton of social media activity. Just no. everyone, once again, Wait, telling each really? other to go F themselves. You think people are going to like be on social media the yeah. night of the election? I, there's a possibility. Ah, so if you are someone... Like prediction. <laughs> if you are someone who likes to go on social media to tell people to go F themselves... This is your night to shine. You are going to have that energy. Um, and then astrologers are also looking at, you know, that, yeah, they think the, uh, who are they called? The Republicans are going to try to steal the election because Pluto's in Capricorn and that can mean corruption and that kind of stuff. For me, I'm looking at specifically that day, the moon will be forming a square with Neptune. And anytime Neptune's involved with anything, there's going to be confusion. You know, forget about Mercury, forget about Pluto, forget about all this stuff. Anytime Neptune is doing anything, there's going to be confusion. I always look at, at Neptune as being, it's like those unsolved mysteries. It's like where there's that one little quirk that no one can put it together. It's like someone disappears, were they murdered, were they kidnapped, did they commit suicide? There's just that one little piece that they just can never find, and that is always Neptune. And for me, that's always the movie Chinatown, when, when they say, <laughs> forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. They just as easily could have said, forget it, Jake, it's Neptune. Or forget it, Jake, it's Pisces, because Neptune rules Pisces. <laughs> it's just that nebulous, confusing energy that rational and logical thinking can never solve. And I love it, actually. I love that. I love that there's, there's some mysteries to life that we can't explain everything. And, and, and just that in general, as human beings, we never will understand everything. We think that we can. <laughs> and we try and we should try. Uh, knowledge is power. But eh, with Neptune in the air on, on Tuesday as well, that's going to add to the, uh, uh, I guess it's going to be insanity. But anyway, hopefully everything's civilized. One thing I noticed with these two presidential candidates is that they both have a moon-sun opposition, mm. which is interesting. Trump is a Gemini. He has a Sagittarius moon. Mm -hmm. Gemini and Sagittarius oppose. Joe Biden, as I mentioned, is a Scorpio with a Taurus moon, Scorpio and Taurus opposed. Mm. So they both have this polarizing energy within themselves. Mm. This country is certainly polarized, as polarized as it has been in recent memory, definitely in the last 40 years. 
And I just think it's interesting that both candidates are also have this sun moon polarization and, and sun and moon, you know, opposition just kind of means your heart and, and your, your feel, well, your heart is your feelings, but like your heart and your mind might not really be in sync or there's always this push and pull. Like I have a sun moon opposition and you kind of know what I'm like. I'm a little all over the place with this stuff or just life in general, but um, I don't know. I don't know. We can't see the future. We know that much. Whether you, you use astrology, whether you do these polls and try to track the data of how people are voting, you, we don't know. 2016 sure showed us we had no idea what was coming. We thought we did. At least for 2020, it feels like we're all feel like we're prepared <laughs> this time around. For a lot of people, 2016 was a total pull the rug out from under you type of deal. But anyway, we don't know. But vote and uh, pray for the best <laughs> on November 3rd, I guess. So let's get away from the election and let's go to Ask a Scorpio. As I mentioned, Almy is a Scorpio. And every week we ask her in this segment called Ask a Scorpio to get her perspective on life and what it's like to live life as a Scorpio. Almy, since it is Halloween, um, as a Scorpio... What is your favorite horror movie, or it doesn't even have to be a horror movie, but what is your favorite movie to watch on Halloween? Oh, man. This is a funny question because for some reason I watch all of my favorite scary movies at Christmas. Mm. Like The Shining, for some reason, has turned into a Christmas movie for me. I think it's because of all the snow. Mm. Um, okay, so let me think. You know... I watch scary movies a lot. I think that's it. So I don't really save any for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I still think, though, if you want to talk about like scary movies in general, I'm kind of I'm not at the point where they scare me anymore. But I think ones that I really appreciate for being scary, although what I think is scary may be different than what you do, is honestly Mulholland Drive, which is not even a horror movie. But when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Um, so I think that's a, a really scary movie for some reason. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's not, there's some scary scenes. There's only like two. Yeah. Well, I've been known to watch Mulholland Drive on Halloween. Oh, we watch I've, Halloween. Yeah. I mean, we watch Mulholland Drive all the time. I've been known time, to watch though. it on my birthday. Like, yeah. <laughs> <I've been known> <laughs> like <laughs> just on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I also, let me think, what do I think is, um, you're asking me a scary movie? Well, Scream is the best. I don't know if that really counts as a scary movie. Hmm. Um, I think of that as more like suspense or thriller. But yeah, like, of course, it's a scary movie. I just don't think it's scary. Does that make sense? I don't know. It does. It does. I mean, obviously, I'm a massive David Lynch fan, and I won't go on too long. But I've always thought of David Lynch as a very great scary movie maker. You know, the horror genre, I don't know what qualifies a movie anymore to be anything in any genre. But I think because Lynch does not specifically go for scares, his movies will never be considered Mm -hmm. horror movies. But at the same time, they really get under your skin. It can Mm -hmm. make you feel incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, And sometimes, yes, there are usually one or two scenes in his movies where you're like, you can point to those scenes, like the Robert Blake in Lost Highway, uh, the the dumpster lady in Mulholland Drive, that kind of stuff. You're like, okay, oh my gosh, that's such a scary moment. But it's just kind of this overall unsettling energy hanging in the air of his movies at any time. And also what I love about his movies is that you simply do not know what's going to happen from one scene to the next. You know, 99% of movies, you know what's going to happen. You know they're going to advance the story and all this kind of crap. But with Lynch, there are no rules. You don't know what's going to happen. I love it for that. And and for that reason, his movies scare me. And uh, 
Anyway, did you have more to say? Sorry, I took that's over. That's okay. <laughs> um, I still love The Shining. I still think that's a great horror movie. Um, I think what I tend to watch, though, during Halloween, to really answer the question, I think I just like to watch a different horror movie each year on Halloween if I can. Mm-hmm. Just something I haven't seen before. So I don't really have a favorite that I return to. But those are some of the movies that I think are scary. Um, I thought when we saw Hereditary in theaters, it was pretty scary. For some reason, though, we had a hard time rewatching it. Mm. I think it just felt like more of a drama the second time around. Yeah. Um, but I but we didn't even we only got about like half an hour in on the rewatch. I bet if we stuck through, we'd be like, oh yeah, that was still really scary and cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really have one I revisit. If anyone wants to recommend one that I can watch this year. I really like, um, I guess, more obscure, creepy, psychological-style horror. Um, so if you have anything that you would like to recommend, pop on over on Instagram, something about astrology. Yeah. Thank you, Elmi. So that was the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Yeah. And just very briefly, I'll just kind of look at what's going on the rest of the week here. So Wednesday, November 4th, the day after the election, the day after we've been up all night uh, fretting and and having anxiety and being on social media. I'm going to have a great night. Yeah. You do that. I'm going to have a great night. Oh, yeah. Or you can just party and drink and and, and do that stuff, too. I'm just going to go to bed early, just get my beauty. I'm going to have a great night. Okay. Yeah. Go to bed early. Yeah. Don't even look at the results. But the day after Wednesday, November 4th, later in the day, the moon will go into cancer. And at that point, we will be in our feels. We will be saying, how does this make me feel? We will be emotional for sure. And it will stay in cancer for a few days. And and it's going to be a busy cancer moon, let mm. me tell you. Because on Thursday, while the moon is in cancer, it's going to form squares with Chiron, Mars, and Venus. And in one word, that just means yuck. And then Friday, November 6th, that very same cancer moon will oppose Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn. And to put that into two words, that would be double yuck. So Thursday and Friday going to be some intensity out there it's going to be all the cardinal signs battling each other capricorn versus aries versus libra versus the other one is that all of them capricorn libra aries i don't know i just realized cancer. though capricorn aries libra cancer okay that's four go ahead oh no i was, this is nothing to do with anything i just realized i forgot to mention the silence of the lambs it's one of my favorite scary movies that I watch oh, all the yeah. time. Oh, yeah, that movie we were talking we about at the about top. earlier today. Yeah. I quote it all the time. I think at this it's point, a great movie. it's just, it's, so we good. always go back to it. Yeah. It's just not, it's like, okay, anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah. It's, it's aged well, I think. It's I think it's aged, still, oh my God, you're right. Plays it as great as it ever did. So well. Yeah. So well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, sorry, I'm done. So the rest of the week, yeah, it's, there's going to be confusion and just, But we'll get through it. You know, honestly, just getting through the first two weeks of November in general might be tough, but we're going to get through it because on November 10th, you know, if you're looking for any sort of like when are things going to become a little more clear? And let's just say, for example, we don't have immediate election results. I think the earliest we would get them would be November 10th 
that's when the planet Mercury will go into Scorpio. And Scorpio energy is all about getting down there into, you know, getting below the surface. Let's get to the core. Let's get to the truth. Let's get down to the nitty gritty and and find out what's going on here. So November 10th, we might get some clarity. And then when Mars finally goes direct on November 13th, that will give us a push too. So I'm thinking that if you're not feeling so great, if you haven't been feeling so great, by the middle of November at least, things will be heading the right direction again so hang in there we love you remember to vote i guess that's what everyone's <laughs> telling everyone to vote so i'll do it too i think remember everyone to vote. knows at this point yeah like, like you you mark a piece of paper with who you want to win and then no, you hand like, it in. I don't in. think anyone oh. needs to be reminded. But they know how to point. vote. Okay. No, they know to vote. They just need to like, know Like, I don't to think okay. you need to remind people to vote. I right. think by this point, they're like, yeah, no, I'm either going to vote or I'm not. Yeah, and it's for it's for president. We're voting for president. Wait, that's that's Tuesday? Tuesday, yep. So um, we love you. Thanks for listening. Almy, do you want to take us through oh, a deep sure. breath? Or? Thanks again for listening. We had some fun, some laughs. We did. Um, so, yeah, let's just end this on a nice, calming note. So uh, get comfortable, real quick, deep breath in, out, close your eyes if you want, and ready, together, deep breath in, and slowly release, and one more, why not, deep breath in, and release. And once again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed, and have a very happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.